What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Health in the Whole. Today, we're talking about being intentional with your life. Hey y'all, so today we're going to talk a little bit about intentionality. And what do I mean by that? When I say intentionality, I mean being thoughtful and aware of every decision you make on a daily basis. And it may be not every decision for every person, but at least being intentional as in being purposeful and voluntary with your decisions because you've put some prior thought into them, especially the bigger decisions of your life. More importantly, what we're going to talk about today is a couple strategies that I used in my past to develop this intentionality. And those two specific things that I think helped me the most were formatting a couple of documents. I call them the important things document and my ideal day document. So we're going to go through a couple of of those documents that I've produced in my life. I'm going to just share with you exactly what mine say. And hopefully that'll give you some some guidance on where to go with your developing maybe your own your own documents of of intentionality and uh, holding yourself accountable for decisions in, in that regard. Now, why is this important? Well, being intentional with your decisions almost directly correlates with being satisfied with your life when you are confident and happy with the decisions you've made because you've been intentional and you've put some forethought into making those decisions, then it's almost a natural extension that you're going to be happy with those decisions. And when you're happy with the decisions you make in your life, you feel more in control of your life. You feel like you've had more of a say in the direction and the outcome of your life. And in that way, you feel more satisfied with that. People are happy when they when they have control, right? They, they don't want to feel like they're out of control. And so being intentional with your behaviors on a daily basis is a great way to gain that control and feel like you have ownership of your actions and your behaviors. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Like I said, this is my important things list. I call it the important things list or the tit list for short. And then also my ideal day. So I'm just going to read through what I have on these documents. And then we'll go over a little bit of how you can start developing your own and, and use that as kind of a guiding light in in your life. I literally use these documents every single day. I have them posted on a bulletin board right in front of the door to my bedroom. So I see it every day when I walk out the door. And you can do the same thing if you create some of these documents of your own. Post it on your bathroom mirror. Put it somewhere where you can see it every day to remind you to be intentional. Obviously, you're not going to read it word for word every single day, but just that awareness, that subconscious sight of these lists in your in your peripheral vision gives you a reminder that, hey, let's be let's be intentional about all of our decisions. Let's take ownership of our life and be happier as a result. So let's start with the first document that I made on this journey to be more intentional. And it's the important things list or the tit list for short. This was my first document that I made when I kind of started the process of 
being more intentional or taking a closer look at my life as a whole and I, where, where I wanted to where I wanted it to go in the future. I started by just kind of writing down, brainstorming all the things that I find value in in my life, from family and friends to local community to health to uh, getting eight hours of sleep to volunteering. All these things I just wrote down as as a brainstorm on a on a document, and this this was a a long brainstorming session. I mean, it lasted days, weeks. Uh, every time I encountered something that I thought, oh yeah, I. I really value that. And then I just wrote it down. I, I just kept a running list in my phone for a couple of weeks of things that I found valuable. Now, after I had that huge list of hundreds of things, I kind of broke it down into individual categories of, of what those topics fell under. So my top three headers, my top categories for, for the important things on this list are community, health, and adventure. Those are the top three categories. And then there's some other specifics that fall under each of those those categories. Now, this list you'll see is actually rather small. They're, they're kind of broad headings that encompass a lot of things. It's an easier time, I think, to simplify rather than to complicate, especially because we go through different transitions of our life where we find different things to be more valuable than others. Uh, when I was younger. I might have might have found uh, playing with friends to be more valuable than prioritizing my health or or something like that. I, I enjoy both of those things and still find them highly valuable. But the variance, the amount of value value that I find in those, can change throughout my life. So I'm not holding myself accountable to that with this list, and I don't think you should either. You should really just get a broad idea of what you find valuable and simplify, because a lot of times you'll find that. When you break down the topics, that brainstorming list that you create initially, when you break that down into individual uh, categories, you'll find that there really aren't that many categories. Like I said, I only have three, community, health, and adventure. So let's uh, just talk about the few things that I have under community to start. These are my important things, the things that I find most valuable with regard to community. I want freedom to visit my friends and family willingly. My goal in life is to be able to have the time and the money to be able to visit my friends and my family that I enjoy spending time with. The other aspect of community is I want time to spend with my child without having to schedule around it. I want to have the freedom to say, hey, let's go to the park right now without having to go to work. And part of it, part of this uh, journey is related to my goals of becoming financially independent, not having to work for money. I would I would really love to work, but not have to work. I would like to be able to have the freedom to dictate my life without having money deciding what I needed to do with my life. A lot of you may not have heard of this term financial independence, but there's a growing community of people that are, they're called the FIRE community, financially independent and retire early. Now, retirement is a is a difficult word to discuss, kind of controversial, to retire early. Most of these people in this community don't actually retire. They continue to work for their whole life. But a lot of this stuff in this list, this important things list for me, is tied to this overarching goal of having the freedom of being financially independent, of not having to go to work every single day for money. Uh, that's, that's just kind of a background to this as well, caveat that I should should discuss ahead of time. 
So, so far I have freedom to visit my friends and family willingly and also time to spend with my child without having a schedule around it. I don't have kids now, but this is a, a future, future goal, a future thing that I know I'll find valuable. This is under the community category, remember. Now, the other things under community category is to own a home. Own a home of modest size with land that's high tech, sustainable, and that's really close to nature that has a lot of access to nature. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be own in the traditional sense of the word, but to live somewhere with these categories, with these characteristics, is something that I find valuable. And this helps develop community. The reason why I have this under the community category is because uh, a home is is an inviting place, in my opinion. It's a place where people can gather. And so I would like my home to be a place that fosters community, that I can have my kids' friends over, have my friends over, have gatherings that uh, enhance people's lives and e- enrich conversations and improve education, all these things. I would like my home to serve that purpose. I want it to be a, a hub of a community. Now, the other three categories are rather simple. I'd like to meet new people, preferably every day. That's a, a something that's valuable to me. I like meeting new people and getting to know people and knowing their life stories. I like to give gifts, and I would like to continue to do that for the rest of my life because I think a a well-thought-out gift is something that is cherished. And I would like to be able to have the funds specifically to give a gift that I know would be highly valuable and not ha- not be restricted by by finances. Uh, now, another caveat to this important things list is that for each of these topics that I've mentioned so far, I have them color-coded based on if they require more money than time or if they require more time than money. So in my case, I have blue being it requires more time than money, as in I'll need more freedom in order to accomplish that goal. And I also have in green is it requires more money than time. So I'll be needing more money in order to accomplish that goal. Most of the things on this list are blue. I mean, there's only a few green. So giving gifts and owning that home so far were the only things that have been green. And there's only three more green green options here as I, as I look at my important things list. But we'll get to that. For the last one for community, some of these are overlapping, right? Community, health, and adventure. Those things are going to overlap just by their nature. Uh, having a strong community impacts your health significantly. And being adventurous also has <laughs> benefits for your health. Be doing physical things, that's usually what adventure entails is, is doing physical things. And we all know that impacts our health. So there's there's definitely some overlap with these three categories. And if you looked at my important things list. It's not necessarily a list in the traditional sense. It's more like a Venn diagram of different sized bubbles and the bubbles are color coded with their blue and green. And then the the categories and the topics are listed within those bubbles. So kind of the last one in the community category is that I'd like to be a public health leader. I'd like to have an impact on the environment that I reside in, on the community that I reside in. And a lot of times being in the public health sector is a, a good way to accomplish this task. It's at least one of my favorite ways, especially in terms of developing recreational areas and being able to determine uh, city planning and zoning and, and having at least some sort of say in that in order to foster more community. Like, for example, slowing down traffic through town 
is a good way to develop community because it makes it more safe for people to walk and having a walkable area is uh, community enhancing. It, it helps people stop and smell the roses more or less. So being a public health leader, probably the last big item on there for things that I value, the important things in my life regards to community. The next overarching category is health. Of course, you might expect that this is an important thing to me, and I would hope that it's an important thing to all of us. So here we go. The, the three or four categories underneath this overarching topic of health, of the important things in my life, are education, which includes having internet access, having a laptop, and having books. This one's colored blue because it probably takes more time to read books and have uh, access to those things than it does money. A lot of times you can use your, lo- your local library for free access to all this, all these educational materials. So not a lot of money is required to get educated. So I, I would highly suggest checking out the Teton County Library. It's got a lot of great resources for us for free. Love libraries. All right, next thing regard to health. I want access to high quality food and water. Preferably I want to grow my own food or at least have local access to really high quality uh, really high quality food. I've kind of self-coined a term called a snobivore where I eat meat but it's only really high quality meat. I'm really I'm really snobby about it. <laughs> and and out here in Wyoming it's a pretty good place to be a snob about meat. We have a lot of access to high quality high quality goods in that regard. However, it does cost some money. So this is this is color coded green because it probably requires more money than time. I mean to grow my own food, eventually that'll that'll probably turn blue where it takes a little bit more time than money. But for now, high quality food and water, something that's very important to me and something that I want to maintain for my whole life. All right, the other thing regard to health. I want access to a spiritual community. Now, this obviously ties in to the community sector as well. But if you've read my book, Lifelong Youth, you see that step number seven is enhancing spirituality or practicing spirituality. Because people that are spiritual tend to live longer and tend to be happier. And this doesn't this doesn't dictate which type of spirituality you need to have. You don't have to be a certain religious uh, sector. But having access to a community that shares values and communicates with each other and shares like a peaceful repose, I guess, or prayer or whatever you like to call it is very, very beneficial to health. And I value that. So that's in there for my, my health category. Then the last one for health uh, in the general sense is to, I want to have eight hours of sleep every night. I want to be able to get at least that amount every night. And that obviously requires more time than money. So that one's color coded blue. Last one, let's get on to the adventure category. That's my last category for the important things. And listed underneath here is I want daily access to activity or sports. So that's either having really close outdoor access. Obviously, we have that here, which is why I chose to live in a place like this. Again, that was me being intentional with my behaviors and my decisions. Uh, other, Other things listed under this daily activity or sport are having the equipment to do those activities, like having a mountain bike, having a kayak. And some of those things require more money than time. So I'd like to be able to have the have the finances to, to pay for the things that keep me happy, things that I know that I'm uh, enjoying, which are 
usually outdoor activities like kayaking, mountain biking, running, etc. Regarding the adventure aspect, as well as health, these kind of overlap this one. I would like to continue to do physical projects every day. I like to do hands-on work. I like to do work that's challenging and productive. And that all ties into this physical projects uh, category. This obviously requires more time than money, needing to have the time to work on those things, to work on my own car, to work on my bike, to build different things that I want in my life or just build things for the fun of it. Uh, that's that's part adventure and part health and maybe part community if I want to give give those things as gifts to other people. All right, there's a few more here. So let's do mental projects. Mental projects are something that's important to me, something that I value because uh, they're fun. They're, they're challenging and, and still fulfilling and I can be flexible with with what I choose to work on and when I choose to work on it. Writing the book was one of these mental projects. I found it to be an extremely good creative outlet. It gave me a lot of joy and happiness to work on this project. Even though it was difficult to write a book and to do all the research for it, I found great joy and, and satisfaction when I was done with each session. And I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself. I mean, it took me two years to write this book, but it was very much so on and off. Most of the writing was probably done within or three or four weeks time when I really hunkered down and wanted to get get uh, intentional about about doing the doing the book writing and the editing. So working on mental projects is something that I find very valuable. Now the last three things are also uh, kind of kind of simple. One is I like to be able to slow travel. I like to travel the world one day uh, at a nice slow meandering pace, spending a month or two months at a time in the location of my choice. Uh, also weekly date night. I would like to be able to take my significant other on, on weekly dates so I can foster that relationship and keep it strong. Uh, I think a lot of us would enjoy that as well. And to be prioritizing that is something that's important to me, something that I highly value. The last thing that is on my important things list is volunteering, either money or time and either volunteering for people or volunteering for animals. This one's colored blue because I'll probably be volunteering more of my time than anything else because that's something that I enjoy doing. I like offering my skills uh, more than more than just giving money to them. That, that obviously can be different to somebody else and that's totally fine. That's just for me. I would, I would rather offer my skills and offer my time for, for the benefit of, of others. And I also like being, being present, honestly. Like it, that makes me feel good to see somebody benefit from my efforts. And it's a little bit harder to see that when you're just donating money. So those are a few things on my important things list. That's that's everything. And I think for me, that encompasses literally all of the important things in my life. Those are the leaders in my world of intentionality. These are the things that I care about the most. And there's really not much else that I want to give my attention to. If my behaviors and my decisions don't follow the trajectory of these overarching goals of these important things on this document that I've created, then it's probably just superfluous. It's probably something I don't need to spend too much time on because it doesn't follow my my trajectory. It doesn't follow the goals that I see for myself in the future. And so this is a, a hopefully a good way for you to gather what it might look like to start being intentional to start prioritizing the things in your life that you really value the most. And I want you to really put some thought into this. I want you to really think about, do I really value this? Or is it just something that society has told me that I should value? 
Does it really bring me pure happiness to have this thing or to do this thing or to behave this way? If not, then I wouldn't put it on this list. I want you to really simplify and and be intentional with your intentionality list. I want you to 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 narrow it down into the few things that bring you the most joy in your life. I only have, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17 things. These are 17 things on this list that that will describe the trajectory of my life. These are the 17 most important things in my life, and they're the only things that I care to be intentional about. If it doesn't fulfill any of these categories that I've listed on the important things document, I'm really, really, really putting some thought into it. I'm really considering if it's going to add value to my life if it doesn't fall into this category of my important things document. If you're at home and you got some time, or over the next couple of weeks, just start brainstorming all these things that you see in your life that that you find valuable. This is actually a pretty good gratitude practice too, is to just go about your day thinking about the things that make you happy and writing it down. And you'll find that over the course of those few weeks, you'll probably be a lot happier just because of this exercise alone, just because of the process of writing down the things that you find valuable and that that uh, that make you happy. I really encourage you to give this a try. I think you'll you'll find it to be immensely valuable, immensely valuable. It has been for me. It's totally, totally shaped my satisfaction with life completely. It's completely changed how I go about my day and how I find joy. I'm so much happier and I attribute it honestly to this list more than anything else. Now, alongside of this important things list, I also have a separate document called how to get tit or how to get the important things. And this is just a checklist. It's not a checklist that I'm actually going to cross off, but it's a checklist that's a reminder of the things, the steps that I should take, the most important things I could focus on in order to achieve the goals that I've listed in the important things document. So let's just go through these really quickly. This is my checklist of how to get the important things. One, be an example of health. Now, I'm not just saying this for the perspective of of being a doctor. Like I don't have to be an example of health for the the showmanship of it all. I need to be an example of health because it directly helps me achieve the freedom, the time gain, and the money gain that I need to achieve the goals in my life. If I'm not healthy, then I don't have anything. If I'm not healthy, I can't do those adventurous things that I have listed on my important things list. If I'm not healthy, I probably won't have the capacity to make as much money as I need in order to accomplish some of the financial goals on my list. So be an example of health. What does that entail? Well, it entails the simple steps that I've listed out in my book, Lifelong Youth. And this is kind of the reason why I wrote the book. Is it, was all, it was much a assistance for myself in directing my life as it is an assistance for other people and helping my patients direct their life. So be an example of health by eating the best food I can get my hands on, by drinking a lot of water, by prioritizing sleep, by moving naturally and playing every day, by investing in my community, my friends, and my family, by practicing spirituality and mindfulness, and by embracing discomfort. All of these things, you can see the crossover between all the important things that I've listed out in my, in my initial list. Community, 
health, adventure, all of these things are they're just completely intertwined. So there's really no separation of the categories. They're all related, all related. All right, number two on how to get the important things. Always be learning. So that entails, for me, reading or listening to half an hour of content every day. I personally really like podcasts, and that's part of the reason why I'm doing one for you all, because that's my preferred avenue of learning. I really like to be listening to a podcast on a drive to work or on a bike ride to work. Other aspect of my always be learning category is to graduate in the top 10% of every school that I go to. I think that'll help set the stage for my future. And I, I actually crossed that one off because I feel like I'm pretty much done with uh, with full-time schooling and I did accomplish that goal. So that one's crossed off, which is a good feeling to have. And then the last one on my always be learning is to pass all board and certification exams. This one is specifically in reference to my chiropractic career. And that one's checked off too, because here I am. Here I am as a chiropractor speaking to you. So I must have passed all those boards and uh, those exams in order to in order to accomplish that goal. All right, number three on how to get the important things is find an engaging career. And I also have that checked off because I feel very satisfied and engaged with my career as a chiropractor. Now, some of the, the characteristics of this engaging career I listed below, which is it should be physically and mentally challenging. Uh, I've talked about before this, the flow state, where, which is right on the cusp of your difficulty level. It's just past your level of comfort zone. So it keeps you engaged and mentally focused instead of bored or, or feeling like it's too easy or feeling like it's too hard and giving up because it's too hard. So an engaging career is right on that cusp of physical and mental challenge. An engaging career also resonates with my personal philosophy and my lifestyle. And chiropractic absolutely does that, so that's checked off as well. An engaging career allows for leadership and entrepreneurship, which is hopefully a future plan for me. And an engaging career also reinforces my sense of purpose. And to me, my sense of purpose is helping my community become the healthiest and longest living people in the world. It's kind of the the blue zone, if anyone's heard of that book by Dan Buettner. That is, that's something that, that I've used to develop my sense of purpose. I really want to help my community be very, very healthy. And that kind of coincides with my important things of, of being a public health leader. I think doing that will help to enhance that goal. And same with being a chiropractor. This this podcast, the book that I've written, and, and my daily interactions with patients helps to reinforce my sense of purpose. So all those boxes are checked under finding an engaging career because I feel like I'm in the right place and that's pretty satisfying. And I hope uh, I hope a lot of you can help find that as well. All right, number four on my how to get the important things list. This one's pretty unique to the financial independence uh, world, these last two, number four and five. And so number four is save greater than 50% of my income. I know that seems probably pretty crazy to most of you, but I would check out the financially independent uh, sector of the world and and see how possible it really is to save a significant portion of your income and in that way become more financially stable in a quite dramatic amount of time. A lot of these people are retiring or they become financially independent within 10 years because they've been excessive savers and they have a huge gap between their income and what they actually spend on a, on a yearly basis. And so number five is to be financially independent by the time I'm 40. That is my ultimate goal. So that's about 13 years from now. And that doesn't mean I'm going to stop working, but 
I, I, I have the freedom in that regard to do the things that I listed on my important things list. That is my how to get tit list. And you can make something like that too. What are, the, what are some of the steps that you should take that you can take in order to achieve the goals that you have listed or the, the valuable things that you have listed in your important things list? Give that a try too. I think it's uh, also going to be very impactful. Help to help to really solidify uh, the steps to get there. It helps to really clarify what you need to do in order to get those things you listed on the value, valuable list. But just by pursuing those things on the valuable list, just by being intentional about does this action, does this behavior uh, coincide with the things that are on my valuable list, that is a good enough step for me. That is a great first step to take. And I think you'll find that to be very powerful, just that that step alone. And then the last document that I would advise you to try to work on to be a little bit more intentional with your life and your your daily behaviors is to develop an ideal day or an ideal week list. This was kind of the latest project that I worked on, the latest exercise that I accomplished. And I would say that the most benefit that I gained from this document is having a marker, having a placeholder for how my life is proceeding. It gives me a bit, a bit of a a marker for if my values are in line with my behaviors and if if I am succeeding in what I find valuable and if I'm succeeding in my intentionality. So let's go through this. This is this is also another document that took a, a couple weeks or a long, long process of deciding what things I find most valuable and things that make me happiest during the day or during the week. So this is my ideal day or my ideal week document. And it just describes what I want, what I see for myself in the future or or right now. I mean, this doesn't always have to be a future thing. This is things that you can develop right now. You can do it today. And I feel like I've I have done that. I've been intentional about my decisions by moving out to Jackson specifically was a big step in accomplishing my ideal day. As soon as I moved out here, I knew right away that I was going to be having my ideal week every single week and it's it hasn't fallen short yet. So, my ideal day or my ideal week. These are my my top 5 things on the list. Every day or at least a few times a week, I want to work on a mental or creative project. And I have listed here that usually that project's going to be in the morning because that's when I do my best mental work. So, work on a mental or creative project. And like I said before, for a long time, for a couple of years, that mental or creative project was writing the book. And now that's transitioning to something else. And that's okay. I'm totally happy with that. And there was a little bit of a, a lull in between. There was a gap where I wasn't really working on too many creative projects. But that is fine too. This this isn't a hard and fast, oh, I have to accomplish these five things in my, my day in order to be happy. Of course, that's not realistic. And and it would just make you unhappier in order to have that kind of pre- type of pressure on yourself. So, so don't make this list a hard and fast rule. Let's just use it as a guideline. So mental project, number one, that's usually in the morning. I also want to be able to work on a physical project or learn a skill every day or throughout the week. And that project might be doing yard work around the house, cleaning up, woodworking. Those are some of the things that I enjoy doing and that actually relax me. So Working on those physical projects or seeing the 
the benefits of my efforts. That's kind of what I mean by a physical project. That's uh, something that I like to do on a daily basis or at least a couple times a week. Thirdly, I want to go on a physical adventure. I want to hike, mountain bike, trail run, kayak, climb, ride, etc. Do something at my own pace, which is a kind of a, a fast pace usually. So for me, for me, that brings me enjoyment is doing something really, really difficult, doing something really hard and going at my, my fastest pace, pushing myself to my physical limits. I like to do that on, on a relatively consistent basis. Uh, fourth, I want to play a competitive or physical game. This kind of coincides with community. I like spending my community time doing something active. And if you haven't learned by now, that's kind of who I am. I, I can't really sit still very often. So uh, playing a competitive or physical game is right up my alley with, with things I like to do with my friends, my family, and, and others. So that's either can be a sport in a league that I join, like a soccer league, playing a yard game, doing any sort of movement game. Uh, etc. So that's something I like to do rather consistently as part of my community time. And finally, I I like to chill as well. I'm not I'm not always on the move. Uh, I do like to chill with with friends and family. So that might entail watching a movie, playing a board game, just sitting around eating, chatting, and overall having a good time, enjoying each other's company. Doesn't always have to be active. I've learned in my <laughs> in my life, and with some advice of of people that I love is that I don't always have to be moving all the time. I can just enjoy the company, right? Uh, I think we all we all know that. So those five things, work on a mental or creative project, work on a physical project or learn a skill, go on a physical adventure, play a competitive or physical game, and chill with friends and family. Those are type the, the few things that describe my ideal day. And as you can see, again, these are really open-ended. They're not, they're not hard, fast rules. And the categories themselves are broad, so it doesn't lock me into one thing for the rest of my life, and none of it should. You should always be pretty flexible with yourself and not so hard on yourself on, on what you need to do with your life, but give yourself some guidelines, some some bumpers of where you want to direct your life, and then decide what you want to do within those bumpers. That's also why I wrote the, the book, Lifelong Youth. It's not a direct plan. It's not a diet plan, I say over and over again. It's not even a behavior, a life plan. It's just a it's just a bumper system. It's just a guide. I'm just directing you in the right direction. There's a lot of paths in that direction. There's so many trails that are going the same way and you get to choose your trail. I'm just there to, to keep you within the bumpers, keep you between the trees, as they say. Give all these things a try. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I can't even tell you how big of an impact they've had on my life. They've been so immensely helpful for me to be intentional in my decisions and as a result, be so much happier and more satisfied with my life. I'm so gracious for every day and the the opportunities that I've had and the uh, ability to do the things that I want to do. The freedom, the, the time that I've had to do these things is also just so incredible. And when you make the time, when you're intentional about your decisions, you'll see that you have more satisfaction because you are spending your time more wisely. And when you spend your time more wisely, it doesn't mean like productive either. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying wisely as in wise for you, like wise for your overall life satisfaction. That is wise, is making decisions that are based on your happiness because that is the most important. Your happiness and your health are the most important things. So prioritize that and be intentional about that. 
and these these three exercises, these few uh, documents that you can make for yourself and hang on your, your wall or hang on your bathroom mirror can help direct that intentionality and help you live your happiest life, I hope. So that's all for now. A little bit of a longer episode today, but I hope you enjoyed it and found some some good ideas of, of your own brainstorming sessions. And I hope uh, if you want, bring in, bring in your, your tit list for me and I'd love to take a look at it. I think that'd be pretty fun. All right. Have a good one, y'all. Thanks for listening to Health in the Hole. If you liked it, please subscribe so you can hear more episodes. And remember, this podcast is not medical advice. Consult your health provider before doing anything drastic. 